Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Good to see you. You're looking well. And uh, you're looking well. Yeah. Are you thinking anything else? Well, I, I would say you're strikingly handsome, but I've already done that. Right. This you already month. did that for March, so you got that out of the way. Okay. Well, and there's no bonus for extra accolades. There should be for me. I agree. A little. I little, mean, if I can stomach doing it, you should give me something in return <laughs> <little> for incentive. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'll give you a Starbucks card. Although, let's see, what is it? Starbucks, Pepsi, McDonald's in hot water because they refuse to pull out of Moscow. So even though. Coca-Cola and other restaurants, and although who, who Yum did, Brands, didn't pull out? Uh, Starbucks, Pepsi, and McDonald's, Yum Brands, which is you know your oh, uh, Red Lobsters and things like I'm that. I'm a Pepsi drinker. I'm going to have to reconsider that if they didn't pull out. Yeah, I'm a Coke drinker, so no change there. Coca-Cola pulled out early. So did Amazon and eBay and those kind of things. But uh, well, you know, the United States should pull out of there buying oil from these clowns. Right, oh, and Shell is finally doing that after uh, they got widely criticized last week because they bought a tanker full of oil that nobody else would buy, so they got it dirt cheap, but uh, they've since said, well, that was a mistake, only because the world found out, and uh, they say they're actually going to give the profits of the sale of the oil when they refine it and sell it to uh, Ukrainian efforts to help there. By the way, doing my job is fact-checking Mark, uh, Yum Brands is KFC, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, the Habit Burger Grill and Wing Street Worldwide. Oh, they sold off uh, Red Lobster. Okay, super. Well, thank you. Never heard much. of Wing Street Worldwide. No, I didn't either. I haven't heard the <laughs> Habit Burger either. I didn't. No. I mean, I have one, but <laughs> I have a habit of burgers. Well, but you're not alone there. Joe, name the name of one restaurant outside Shimokan Dam. One restaurant outside of Shimokan Dam. Skeeters? Globally. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that outside Shemokin Dam? I don't know that yes. it is. It's well, it's, it, we, we consider it Shemokin Dam, but it's, it's in not. Monroe it's Township. in Monroe Township. All right. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll check the lines. And where does Shemokin Dam begin and end if you're going the other way, like down by, uh, what's that, Bouncy Place where you... The Bouncy Place is in the borough. The next thing to the Bouncy Place is not. Monroe Marketplace. Right. Okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah, you can see the Bouncy Place from Starbucks. So when you're in Starbucks, you're, in, you're, you're safe and out of the township. I think by bouncy place you mean Hoopla's Extreme yes, Family Fun. Okay. Do yeah. you know how you can tell if Monroe Marketplace is in the borough or not? How's by the that? name. Right. Oh, okay. Well, that would give you a clue, right? <laughs> I never <laughs> even gave Dam, But on the other hand, the power plant named itself Sunbury Station, so and they're it's not, not in Sunbury. Sunbury. Right. 
and uh, they were building the second one. They were going to call it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, the old plant was called Sunbury Station. This is called what's uh, I can't forget what the name of the new Panda Panda, Panda Panda. Well, Hummel. no, Hummel Hummel Station Hummel Station. Well, and the Northumberland Boat Club is where. In Shimokan Monroe Dam. Town? No, it's in Monroe Oh, County. is that also in Monroe? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the Sunbury Boat Club is where? And I, I hear the uh, folks at uh, Platinum um, used cars saying they're in Sealand's group. Right. But they're not. <laughs> Are they in Shimokan Dam? No, they're in Hummel's Wharf. They would be in Hummel's Wharf. Okay. <laughs> well, and uh, the uh, Sunbury Social Club is... In North that's, Hummel. Was that Upper oh, Augusta no, that's Township? Upper Augusta Township, right. Okay. So... Well, we just like to name things after places we aren't in. Right. <laughs> and like where a we're bad near. episode of Jeopardy right now. <laughs> well, and well, we call ourselves WKOK Sunbury, but we're physically located in Monroe Township. In Blue Hill. Uh, <laughs> let's see, upper right-hand corner is very right. germane to this conversation. Some dish channels with old TV shows, Get versus Rockford at uh, G-E-T-T-V Rockford at 8 p.m., followed by Charlie's Angels, oh, Comet TV, uh, an inspiration, Cozy One, and Me TV are some of the other channels on Dish that carry old TV shows. And we got into that discussion of theme songs, and mm-hmm. uh, Chris right, rightly pointed out Davy Crockett, but I forgot, Ray Anthony had a big hit with the Dragnet theme. Oh, wow, yeah, that was super big. Yeah. Well, and uh, Peter... Um, Peter... Peter Gunn, yeah, that was oh, yeah. a super big theme. Henry Mancini, a lot of those songs, that was one of the best-selling albums ever, Peter, the Peter Gunn mu- theme, uh, music from the <laughs> Peter Gunn show. We're, we're making the bumper music selections easier. For, <laughs> you for guys got to slow down, I can't write them down <laughs> that fast. My, my favorite from the Peter Gunn was always The Brothers Go to Mothers. Oh, I'm not familiar with that. I don't recall that. That was a song? Yeah. I'm not a voice Okay. No, I get you. It sounds a little familiar. Henry Mancini, the late, great Henry Mancini, wrote all that music. A lot of greatness has occurred in the world up until now. Right. And here we are, not not doing what we're going (laughs) to discuss. Not great. All right. Welcome on board, everybody. It's WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is here. Kevin, you heard him chime in. He's our great producer on the other side of the glass on the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. You can call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We'd love to talk to you today. We can talk about energy, oil, the Ukraine, local issues, educational issues, taxes. Penn Live out with their list of uh, hundreds of people who are enjoying 100000 dollars or more salary in Pennsylvania, including half a dozen or so that are being paid $400,000 and up in Pennsylvania, taxpayer salaries, so uh, that they can uh, enjoy wealthy... uh, Well, you mentioned energy, and did you hear the exchange yesterday between Peter Ducey of Fox and Jen Psaki? I did not. Let me wrap this up real quick, though, and then we'll get... We're going to talk about oil and energy right off the bat with a Fox News clipping from Joe. Now, this is a question asked by a Fox News reporter that was covered by other media as well. Okay, super. All right. 70236 is the text number. Include the keyword OTM. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Toll-free line, of course, 1-800-795-9565. Go right ahead, Joe. Peter Ducey on Fox News asked Jen Psaki on Monday why President Biden won't resume new oil and gas leases on federal lands. She responded that the United States is already producing oil at record numbers and 
said, quote, there are 9,000 approved drilling permits that are not being used. So the suggestion that we are not allowing companies to drill is inaccurate. I would suggest you ask the oil companies why they're not using those if there's a desire to drill more. But, and again, the Biden administration's nodding acquaintance with the truth comes to the surface. Industry representatives sponsored um, I said the answer is not as simple as Saki suggested. That accusation is a complete red herring. It's really a distraction from the fact that this administration has paused leasing on federal lands, something that we're concerned about and something that we think needs to continue right away. Um, first of all, the Biden administration is required under law to sell oil and gas leases on federal lands. The fact that the industry is producing at a higher level on existing leases on federal lands than in the last 20 years, and these leases take many years to explore, to develop, and produce on. So, in other words, once you get the lease, that's not it. You can't go out tomorrow and start drilling. Mm -hmm. The lease only lets you explore to see whether there is actually oil there or something that's commercially available. And if you discover that there is, and that can take some time, then you have to apply for the permits to extract it. You know, so it's not it's not like these 9,000 leases are sitting there doing nothing and that nobody cares about them and that the oil industry is just sitting there begging for more. They're in the process of determining whether or not they have any They're value. doing their, expert, their due diligence out there. Okay, right. well, that's Some fine. of them may have already been found to be non-productive. In what way has the U.S. or no, scratch that. In what way has President Biden uh, tamped down U.S. energy production? By stopping the leasing of oil and gas. So he curtailed energy leases. You know that to be he true. He cut the pipeline. They had a guy on this morning. Wait, 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 what, which pipeline did he cut? Uh, the, um, what's the name of that thing? Keystone, Keystone XL. XL. That had nothing to do with well, the U.S. No, consumption. Let me, let me tell you what was on this morning. One of the workers was on this morning saying that the people who actually were working on building it, that it would make a difference because why? Oil is sold on futures, which we were talking about yesterday. Mm -hmm. The minute you announce that you're going to do something to increase production, the futures reflect that, and that drives down the price. And he estimated that they could have that pipeline up and functioning in less than a year. Okay. So to be continued. Yeah, we have uh, a bunch of Fox News ex energy experts here. If anybody <laughs> has factual information, feel free to call us. We would love to what talk to this. What about that do you think is not factual? What sounds Oh, no, so his, his remarks could be 100% true. No, I don't doubt him. I mean, that's an actual person. But I just bring it in a, I think bringing in a Fox clipping that criticizes President Biden when your knowledge of uh, U.S. energy consumption and production could uh, fit on an index card. Where does yours fit? I, I, don't, I don't bring it up. I don't say Biden sucks or anything like that. You do. I'm so reporting what just, happened in the news and the fact that his right, from other, experts, other experts say that what they are saying isn't true, that it's a red herring. That's fine, now, but you, you can't not answer to my believe question. That. You choose not to believe it. Well, that's fine. No, it's all good. I, uh, let's, suppose, let's just stipulate it's true. President Biden's the worst president ever. I didn't say he was the worst president ever. I think no, he's got I a running that. shot at it. I said that. Now, listen, why can't you just say what the what the president has done? You say he curtailed leases that were available, and then he said, no, you can't have them, and that Keystone XL, even though that wasn't supposed to, at least initially, to help domestic energy, you say it could right. be easily retooled to help was, domestic energy. The question energy. he was asked was why President Biden won't resume new oil and gas leases on federal lands. Her response was, there are 9,000 approved drilling permits that are not being used. Right. I don't and the reason they're not being slower. used is the reasons I explained. Right. I get that. Okay. So let's stipulate that all that is 100% true. 
why was U.S. energy consumption going down and during the Trump, I mean, during the Trump administration, why was U.S. energy production continuing to increase? Why were we well, energy independent then and not now? First of all, I will say that yesterday our friend Tom, who uh, was absolutely right, there is no shortage of oil, it doesn't appear to be, because there are no lines at gas stations waiting to buy it. But again, I go back to the futures. That is how the market is priced. And if you do things that indicate that you're going to increase the supply, the price goes down. The Biden administration is not doing things that indicate that the supply will increase. They're talking about stuff, and I don't think it went anywhere, of releasing so much from the Federal Reserve which I think would be a tragic mistake. Well, they did do that weeks ago, but I'm I not sure that it's... Going, I thought they were talked about it, but I didn't think they no, did they it. No, they did do it weeks ago, and Did your and price go down 17 cents a gallon? That no, I think the sharp rise slowed for a time is probably where that was borne out. But see, you, you come in here and you have the, these important good points, and I'm not saying that this isn't a good conversation, but, you know, you and I know 1%, you know 2%, I know 1%, of a really critical, important, dynamic subject. And so I just think if, you're, if your information comes from Fox, and let's suppose you know mine is just gathered along the way, this really isn't much of a conversation. We don't really have any Well, then what's the point of having on. the show? Well, we're talking about opinions here. Maybe we could actually get <laughs> some. Kevin, do you have something you can fill for the next 65, 70 <laughs> minutes? Because this obviously is not worth pursuing. No, we have <laughs> Yeah, that'll be the end of round He's one. tired of it. Okay, thank you. Mike, you're on the mark already. Thanks for wading through that little spat. Yeah, th that was interesting. And, and Joe, I do not en I mean, I would love to be sitting in your chair, but I do not envy you at all. I mean, the reality is the 9,000 leases that oil companies aren't using is just a narrative to be put out there for people who are essentially uninformed about how oil is drilled for what it takes to get it out of the ground and basically the idea that the oil price is determined by what people think it's going to be in the future and right now <clears throat> the future does not look good and oil price is high i mean the future for oil doesn't look good now <clears throat> yes i when i when i'm, I'm going to do a mea culpa yesterday i uh, raised a hypothetical question you know, I had mentioned that Reagan had started the strategic uh, missile defense system, you know, to protect us from incoming ballistic missiles, which uh, Democrats quickly seized on and called it Star Wars and made fun of it and mocked it. And then finally, in 1993, uh, Bill Clinton <clears throat> killed that system and put it aside. And my question was, I wonder what Bill Clinton would say if someone stuck a microphone in his face and say, do you wish that you didn't cancel uh, this uh, strategic de uh, defense uh, missile system. I think, what, you know, the reality was that was pretty simple because Bill Clinton is a Democrat, and he would have said, well, at the right time, it was exactly the proper thing to do. However, no one ever could have predicted in the future that Republicans would have, would have nominated Donald Trump, much less elected him, and put us in the situation that we are in right now. So Bill Clinton would have taken that question and blamed the war on Ukraine in Ukraine on Donald Trump. And again, that's just like the narrative that Democrats put out there about the 9,000 leases that aren't being used. No one knows exactly where those leases are. They could be in the uh, lands that weren't drilled on because they weren't proven to be effective or they were you know, possibly known not to be only marginal, that you would only drill on them if prices got catastrophic. So again, 
Reagan said, trust but verify. And anything that comes out of Jen Psaki's mouth on behalf of this president has to be verified and looked at deeply because for the most part, I think it's all narratives, all designed to manipulate public uh, opinion and, and to me, she's good at her job, there's no doubt about it, because she has everybody talking about the 9,000 leases that oil companies, quote, refuse to drill on at this time. Right, and it completely ignores the fact that, you know, that it takes time. You have to research whether or not there's anything there. And she doesn't even quote. Mark always says, my knowledge is on the head of a pen. But of those 9,000 leases that have been issued, there's probably quite a few that have not panned out at all. And that's why they're not being used. Exactly. They're not. The, the reality is, they are not issuing new leases, are they? No, that's the problem. It's an index that card. That is the too. problem. That is the that is the true narrative, that they are being hostile to energy production, because they do not want to antagonize their left wing base by issuing those, because those people would be crazy, because global warming is basically another religion. Now, could be a true religion, I don't know, but the fact is the Democrats on the left worship at the altar of stopping global warming, and Biden and the Democrats don't want to do anything to antagonize them. All right, well, thank you, Mike. Really appreciate the analysis. Thank you. Uh, thanks You're for calling right in. There. Anything else? Real quick. No, no, that's good. I, uh, I appreciate your show, Ben. Yeah, Take nice, care. Mike. Take Perfect. care. Thank you. All right, quickie break. Got another caller standing by. We're going to we're going to get another some, mic from yep, Elmont. We're going to get some actual facts on the radio very shortly here on WDKOK. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. That's not Ray Anthony's version. That's not Ray Anthony's version. Sorry, you said Dragnet, you get Dragnet. I said Ray Anthony had a big hit with the Dragnet theme. That isn't Ray Anthony. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez. You're speaking to somebody who was alive during that era. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Mike, thank you so much for calling in. Great to hear from you again. Thanks for coming home. You're on the mark. Yeah, I'm on the mark. Uh, you know, you know how much... Uh, Drilling for oil occurs on on federal lands in the United States as a percentage. Ten percent. A percentage of what? Of all it's, oil in the it's world? Nine percent. Nine percent of of the drilling that occurs in the United States occurs on federal land. Biden's uh, ban on 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 leases for federal land is only nine percent of the total popul the total uh, production. That means that ninety two percent. Uh, of the oil that's produced in the United States occurs on private and state lands, which has absolutely nothing to do with any edict that uh, 
President Biden comes out with. Well, but you're not so talking about the, the futures. The futures are also based on those 92 percent on on private and state lands, not federal lands. But that's not talking about where the proven reserves might be. That's just talking about what's happening at the moment. It could be if they allow well, more uh, federal... what's happening at the moment is what's been happening uh, historically. It didn't just start yesterday. What, do you think that just happened yesterday, that number all came right. about? How much of all land... All right, forget the leases. How much of all land that is being drilled on is in... Well, f- I don't know. You, well, the you're saying that is, you're making the a point. The is everybody's upset about Biden uh, stopping uh, leases on federal land, and it's only 9% of the drilling that's done in the United States, which is not very much. But it could, a, it could be sixty percent of the it could be sixty percent of the actual land where drilling occurs. I'm asking you that. What you're saying, the one well, thing I is don't important. Know. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll call up Exxon and I'll have them come and, and pop a hole in your backyard. See how that works out for you. I mean, you want more <laughs> more drilling done? Yeah, Shell's well, doing more in domestic your, drilling. In your, in, uh, Shemogan Dam. Well, what? Uh, you know, I haven't seen that happen yet. Well, if there were proven oil That's reserves not there. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what actually drives the price of oil, and you, and you so eloquently said it's futures. Right, it is. And those futures are based on what happens to 92% of the drilling that occurs on state and your private well, let me you ask you. What I'm saying? Well, let me ask you this question: If the government were to announce, Go ahead. if the government were to, anna- to announce that it was going to again offer leases on federal land, do you think that the futures market would respond to that? And if so, how? Well, I don't. I'm not sure it might respond at at a rate of nine percent of 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 of, of the total. I mean, I. It's just it's it's it, it is that's the red herring. You're always talking about red herrings. The fact is, drilling <laughs> on federal land doesn't have very much to do with oil production in the United States, actually. Well, then why would then why are we even doing do the research and look it up? Well, then why you in the world I mean? would we why in the world would we even offer leases on federal land if it's so insignificant? And there are and there are <laughs> then there are nine thousand leases that haven't been. Uh, looked into. I mean, that, that's no, a number no, that's no, around. No, 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 no. That number didn't pop up yesterday either, by the way. You're, you're wrong look, about that. Have they ever taken time to look into it? The industry spokespeople, and I realize you're not going to believe them, said that some of those 9,000 didn't pan out. Some of those 9,000... The, the industry that, that's gouging us with prices right now, <laughs> I, that I'm, industry... I realize, you don't, really want, I realize you don't want to hear anything in contrary to what you believe, but the actual... <laughs> well, they're not honorable, <laughs> and they're not honest. They don't tell the truth about it. Joe, Obviously. who doesn't believe anything. So these he are liars. Believe. Everybody's lying except the Biden administration. I got it. Uh, I understand now. They're... I'm not talking about the. I'm talking about the facts and figures when you when you do the research. It has nothing to do with the, the the same numbers were pretty much true during the Trump administration and, and any Bush administration. It's just even in Pennsylvania, most of, of the gas and oil drilling in Pennsylvania is also done on private property. Well, do you believe that of those 9,000 unused leases, as you call them, that all of them are just being ignored by the oil companies? Is that what you believe? Oh, brother. <laughs> this is... That's not what I'm saying. No. I, I, well, you're I saying that they're out there. You're saying they're out there and that nothing's uh, being done well, with them. they are out there. And, and whatever reason why they're not using them or haven't found anything, I, I have no idea what what the level of their exploration is on any particular lease. 
Well, that's what but I'm they saying. they do exist. The fact is they do it. You deny that they exist. No, I don't deny they exist. Well, well they, and they are, aren't they? If they if they exist, they are. But what, aren't they? Yeah, I'm not certain I get what you're meaning, but I'm saying to you Hopefully that the you end... Take another call. You, you people keep acting like these, these leases don't exist. No, we're not acting All like right, that. Thank you, Mike. No thank you, Mike. Mike, thank and, you. And I, Welcome I back. We got to stop you. We got to stop. Mike, 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 Mike. Hello, Mike. Mike. I see you're having the same trouble well, I'm having. Thank you, thank you sir. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much for calling in. We really, really, really appreciate it. Welcome back. All right. Bob, you're only going to get a couple minutes, so the next hour will be, we'll give you a chunk of that. You can call back, yeah. Yeah, good morning. Mr. Biden's program uh, going to the green program is working fine. The green is coming out of my wallet, though. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, different green. And, yeah, good and point. And the other problem is, why oh, do, uh, he was strictly the production of oil and gas. So why not do the pipeline, sell to Russia, sell to Germany, and whoever, and whatever, and he's restricted the production of the oil to start with. There's four or six states that would put us right back on the map because of his stupidity. You know, we got Trump out, you know, that's all they want to do. We got him, and also we got that other lady who's now supposedly the vice president. But she made it to Selma the other day, so the march, but she can't march down to the border. And she made one overseas and made a stupid pe- a speech, mm. as she usually does, because she's not the brightest star in the sky. She was a, uh, at the border what one he's time. Doing. He's just not doing anything for us. Those people in Washington have never lived like we have to live for many, many years. No Thank argument you. there. All right. Thank you so much, Bob. Really appreciate the yeah, show. If you need more time, call back. Yeah, my, my only point is that I honestly think that if we're going to argue about oil, that's fine. And President Biden has the worst U.S. energy policy ever. We'll just stipulate that. And that Jen Psaki's lying. That's what she does. She's getting paid a lot to do. But let's fill out an index card and a whole page with factual information. Let's not just take Fox Let's or your, your, your well, energy experts. the question is whether experts. or not you will accept the energy experts I accept it facts. all. I'm stipulating every every oh, point well, then, we've heard then so far is no true. Then there's no point in discussing it further because everything that I've said is true no, and, and accurate. No, I'm saying that everything you're saying is true. I'm just saying that if we're going to talk about global energy, why don't we be comprehensive about it? we're not talking it? about global energy. We're talking about American energy independence okay. and how it's achieved. Why don't we be comprehensive and know everything about it, or know more about it, rather than just a few talking points? Well, wouldn't points? it be nice to know everything about what's going on in this country? And if there are these 9,000 unused leases, an obvious question is, why are they unused? Wouldn't it and be nice? And the media, or the folks in the oil companies, If you brought in a Fox it. News clipping and actually knew something about the subject, I do that know be? something about All the right, subject. exactly. Where to get more? This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe's across from me. I'm Mr. Kevin Hurst, our fabulous producer, taking good care of us. And our sponsor is the Sunbury Motor Company. I want to tell you about one particular vehicle I got to drive recently. 2022 Ford Ranger four-door with a five-foot bed. Yes, it has the power outlet in the back. It's cactus gray. Remember I told it was like a greenish gray? <laughs> they flicked me on the forehead and said it's cactus gray, dummy. Oh, 
Okay, and it is just fantastic truck. It has a black interior, although they say it's actually called ebony. Cloth seats, so I'm not allowed to have leather because I poke holes in it with my uh, guns and knives and things. And so this is a Ford Ranger that is perfectly set up for me. 2022, 4x4, 5-foot box, 126 wheelbase, so you're not going to be jostled all the time when you're up on Interstate 80 or anything like that. 10-speed electronic uh, transmission, 110 AC, power outlet in the back, has reverse sensing, sliding rear window with remote start. Well, the whole vehicle has a remote start, not just the rear window. It does have a rear window defogger, and it's just a fantastic uh, truck. It would be a great off-road truck. has 18-inch black painted aluminum wheels already on it, so you don't have to necessarily put a lift kit on it, but R, 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 it would be really nice if you did. And guess what? $42,000 for a brand new Ranger. You can't beat that. You'll be hitting 30 miles to the gallon when you're on the highway and yeah, 20-something when you're in the city. And, but it is a fantastic truck. It's got the V6 in it, and it is a wonderful truck. So please check it out. Cactus Gray. Are you ready? I guess there's no such thing as uh, greenish gray. Cactus Gray exterior, black on the interior, cloth seats ready for your outing. And it's at the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. All right, Sunbury Motors is our sponsor, so we appreciate them. Our toll-free line now open. We're talking about U.S. and global energy, U.S. energy consumption, uh, how the Biden administration has hampered oil production in the U.S. We'd love more explanations about that. Joe says uh, leases have been curtailed, and that had an impact. Plus, one of the good workers who worked on Keystone XL says it was intended for importing ex or exporting oil to other countries, but could easily be, they could put a big U loop in it and turn it around for domestic production if it were allowed to be operative, and it would be done in a year, he says. So we, again, we're stipulating that everything everybody says is true in this discussion, but we are seeking more information. 70236 is our text number. Include the keyword OTM. Here's the news headlines. In case you did not hear... Uh, President Biden has declared that uh, Russian imports are banned. The Biden administration plans to ban imports of oil and natural gas from Russia as soon as today, aiming to punish Moscow over its invasion of Ukraine. The move represents one of the America's most far-reaching actions to penalize Moscow thus far. The U.S. has already deployed a number of economic measures to hurt Russia economically, including sanctioning its central bank and oligarchs close to the Russian president. Vladimir Putin. The White House up to now had sought to protect global and U.S. energy markets from the impact uh, of the sanctions, but uh, all gloves are off, particularly after, and this is Mark Lawrence's worthless aside, uh, polls indicate that Americans would be willing to pay even more if it would hurt Russia even more. Back to the article, President Biden scheduled to speak this morning to announce actions to continue to hold Russia accountable. So to be continued, look for $5 a gallon gasoline by the time we get to summer, but uh, we're hammering Putin in any way possible. So we uh, will continue this discussion most likely into this year. Now the local news headlines, over 300 nonprofits are signed up for Raise the Region. First Community Foundation Partnership with Pennsylvania announced Monday 320 nonprofits across Columbia, Lycoming, Montour, Northumberland, Snyder, Tioga, and Union Counties are signed up for Raise the Region. RaiseTheRegion.org 6 p.m. tomorrow. There's a new program out to help anybody who is out of the workforce because of opioid recovery, help them get back into the workforce.
The poll of registered voters shows Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman ahead among Democrats while Republicans are widely undecided. On the Democratic side, Fetterman has support from 28 percent of those polled, followed by Western PA Congressman Connor Lamb at 15 percent. Two percent of respondents said they support State Representative Malcolm Kenyatta. The GOP field has no clear frontrunner with businessman David McCormick polling at 13 percent, former Ambassador Carla Sands at 11 percent, with TV personality Mehmet Oz at 10 percent. Fifty-three percent of Republicans are undecided. I'm David Payne, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Yeah, back to the opioid crisis, racial spots, reboot career coach was on WKOK recently talking about helping individuals who've been caught up in the opioid crisis to get back in the workforce. If someone is in the beginning of the recovery or at the middle or the end of the recovery, these services are available for them um, if they're looking to gain a certificate to go back to school or on-the-job training. And you can download her full interview on the WKOK podcast page. And AP reporting today the U.S. Supreme Court turned away efforts from Republicans in Pennsylvania to block state court-ordered congressional redistricting plans more favorable to Democrats. In separate orders late Monday, the justices are allowing maps selected by each state's Supreme Court to be in effect for the 2022 elections. The Pennsylvania map will also probably lead to the election of more Democrats and Republicans, or the Republicans. Republicans said as the two parties battle for control of the House of Representatives in the midterm elections. Yes, so another set of illegal districts chosen not by the legislature, the governor, but by the courts. Uh, but been, the Supreme Court did indicate that it wants to take a closer look at that going down the road. I so. agree. That's long, long overdue. It is. All right. We got two callers standing by up in the upper right hand corner. Joe, please read that. Doug real says, Mark, you and other liberals constantly dismiss anything that is negative against this administration, saying it must be Fox wait, News. Wait, wait, wait. Did I not just say President Biden has the worst U.S. energy policy of any president ever? Doug, do you have earplugs in or something? President Biden's energy policy is the worst of any president ever. Now, I've said that three times. Now read the first sentence again and see if Doug's is any way connected to reality. Therefore, you can't believe it. That's where I was left off. I wanted to finish that right. sentence. Okay. The first is, anyway. Mark, you and other liberals constantly dismiss anything that is negative against this administration, saying it must be Fox News. Therefore, you can't believe it. Does Fox lean on t- to the right, and do they report negative news about the old man who thinks he's president? Sure they do. But again, why are you guys so worried about one news network? For four years, we put up with all of the networks, most of the cable news, big tech, and Hollywood, constantly trying to make news out of any little thing and make up negative news about Trump. That is absolutely irrefutable. Yet, the left is so threatened by any news that goes against their narrative that they want it banned and censored. Fox is one news network going against all the other lefty outlets. Again, what are the liberals so afraid of? See, this is proof. Remember I told you that your your political bias affects what you hear. He says, I'm supporting Biden. But I'm as opposing Biden. He says I'm saying that Fox is lying, and I'm saying what specifically was in the Fox article Actually, is true. He says you're dismissing anything that's negative about the Biden administration. Is this actual what he said there? Right. That's fine. It, it, the fact is, he's not even listening. Well, you don't he's dismiss just... everything that's negative about the Biden administration. I will concede that. <laughs> All right. Moving on. All right. If anybody has any facts in their emails, send them to on the market. Yeah, forget facts. We want opinions. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good point. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. 
you can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. We start out with Bill on the line. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, first of all, uh, I like how uh, the Democrats came out and said uh, shutting down the Keystone Pipeline will not raise prices, but then they'll uh, shut down the Russian oil, right? Well, here's the thing is they're going to stop the Russian oil. How about stop selling the uranium that uh, Hillary gave away? That's that's the big thing is uh, how uh, the Democrats are uh, selling us out for one world order. And, and, and if anything, Trump will go down in history it is exposing uh, the master plan. Well, do you think that... Um well, I'm not certain. I know, I'm not certain. I know how to phrase this. Repeat what you just said. Laugh. That's that was succinct. <laughs> Trump, Trump uh, exposed the Democratic and the billionaires' one-world order plan. And I, they I'm were not, all on the take. Not certain how they he did that. Well, the big reset and all that stuff. Well, yeah, but I mean, what specifically did Trump say or do? I, I'm not familiar with anything he said or did that it, exposed it, anything like that. Uh, American first, uh, you know, build right. the wall, the border, uh, you know, take take care of America. Uh, none of this would happen. They want open borders. They want everything wide open. They want that, that one world order. That they want everything. Uh, Biden is just a puppet for it. Okay. okay. All right, we got you, Bill. Anything else? I want to. I want to. I want to hear uh, you say that Joe uh, was right and the liberals are bums. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joe is right and the liberals are bums. Are you happy now? <laughs> All right, thank you, Bill. <laughs> Moving on. All right, we want to make every listener happy. All right, Stan's on the line. There's another call coming in, so uh, we're keeping the show going. Go ahead, Stan. Thank you for calling in. Okay, I'm going to throw this out there. Oh, you throw uh, a lot out there. What, 9,000-some <laughs> leases that supposedly are being unused, according to Ms. Saki, right? Is that right. what we were told somewhere in there? Yes, 9,000 is okay. the number. Now, I don't know what it costs to explore these leases. I'm assuming in the millions for an oil company to explore, correct? To see if there's even oil on the, on the property that the lease is for. Right. So, most companies that are... Uh, financially uh, secure and uh, responsible won't go do something like that, like spend millions of dollars, if the government has shown that they will put a stop to whatever they do. So they're running the risk of being under the thumb of the government. You know, they could discover oil and say, okay, we want to drill, and they get their permits to drill. Then all of a sudden, the people like Biden will come in and say, oh, we're done. You can't drill anymore. You're done. So all those millions of dollars they just sunk in that hole and never got a dime out of is, you know, gone in the wind. Now, they can write it off as losses in their taxes, I'm assuming, which, you know, that means that the, the big evil corporation isn't paying their fair share, but that is the tax code. So... I'm thinking that a lot of these oil companies aren't doing their exploration because they don't know what the government's going to do to them in the future. Remember, all prices are based on the futures market, correct? Right. So that's I'm just throwing that out there. I could be totally wrong, but I'm thinking if I'm planning something big and you see what's going on in the government, 
I might just hold off. Well, I, I think you. Doing that. I think you may be wrong because if if I if I paid for the lease, if I got the lease, and you have to give something to the government to get the lease, I don't know what right, that fee is. Right, so I have to pay for it. Now I'm an oil company. I've paid for this lease. I'm at least going to take the first step and try to determine whether or not there's anything commercially viable on that land that I can get. And then I, I if if there is, and I think that my estimates show that the cost of getting it uh, would be substantially lower than the cost of, you know, the cost I'm going to get for the finished product is going to be higher than the cost I pay for the drilling, I'm going to go ahead. It wouldn't be in my best interest not to, would it? Well, that's what I say. I said I don't know. That's why I'm asking the question. Could that possibly be part of the reason why these leases are sitting idle? Well, I think that's as the oil company... Out there. The, the, I, I, I don't know. The oil companies have to answer that. I can't answer it for them. I just know that if I had, uh, you know, I don't know what they pay for the leases. I'm thinking they pay in millions for the leases. All right. I'm thinking I, I, I stop there, cut my losses if the government shows that they're hostile to what I want to do in the future. Well, Mark poo pooed my industry representatives. I but did not. <laughs> this is a. Uh, <laughs> Let me just read this two sentences. This represents a fundamental misunderstanding as to how this process works. American Petroleum Institute President and CEO Mike Summers told Fox Business when asked about Saki's comments, once you lease the land, there is a whole process that you have to go through. First, you have to actually discover whether actually there is oil and gas in that land. Second of all, you have to get a permit to actually develop that land. Right now, we actually are developing more leases than we have in two decades. So the White House certainly doesn't have their facts straight on this. Now, that's okay. easily All verifiable. Right, well, I stipulated it was true. I didn't well, poo-poo uh, it. You uh, poo-poo uh, nothing. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, when so, it comes so to poo-poo, you're the authority. Which is good. But we all know everything takes time. I mean, like when they started exploring for the gas here in PA, how many years did it take from the time they explored and said, I remember when I was a kid, going along the road with their uh, seismic scanner or whatever it was looking for gas. Right. Not where I was. Right. You know, and that was that was 30-some years ago. And what, 10, 15 years ago is when they really started sinking wells into the ground? Maybe a little longer than that. Well, listen, I think... So, the yeah, there's a... The issue is that there are two, these two things, in my opinion, go hand in hand. First of all, I'll commend the president. If he finally is stopping buying Russian oil, I'll commend him. But in, in, accord, in accord with that, he should also be expanding drilling and opportunities here in this country to increase the supply. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they, they put a chill on, you know, chill on things from everything I see. And, you know, and they keep saying, well, the Keystone XL pipeline wouldn't be done for a year, blah, 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 blah. Well, if they hadn't stopped it, it'd probably be completed by now, wouldn't it? It should be. <laughs> yeah, so then they, the oil would flow. And I understand that that oil that's, most of it, the oil that's flowing through that's coming out of Canada, which last time I checked is an ally of the U.S., not an enemy as compared to Russia, Iran, Venezuela. Well, I wouldn't necessarily call them enemies. I'll call them uh, opponents, okay? Enemies may be too strong, I don't know. But right now, okay, we're going to stop buying Russian oil, but we're looking towards Iran with the Iran deal, which there's another thing, this big deal that they're working out. Who's helping negotiate that? Oh, it's the Russians getting concessions and all that stuff for the for the Iranians with this new deal that Joey's going to sign on to. The other new deal. So, yeah, so we're, so we're, let's see. We're complaining about the Russians invading Ukraine, which is bad. 
we were buying oil from them. Now we're going to stop buying oil from Russia, which is good. But we're letting the Russia, <laughs> but we're letting Russia negotiate terms of an Iran nuclear deal. So why Makes don't we? Perfect sense to me. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Stan. Thanks for calling in. All right, have a good one. One eight hundred seven nine. If we buy gas and oil from Maduro in Venezuela, we are morally bankrupt. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We got lots of comments. We got a caller waiting. We got a bunch of emails, so we're going to get to those ASAP. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Now you're talking. That's Ray Anthony. <laughs> All right. Uh, one of our good listeners says gasoline prices on Routes 11 and 15 right now, $2.00, no, $4.50 a gallon. USA Today reporting President Biden will ban Russian imports today. The U.S. imports 51% of our oil from Canada, 8% from Russia, and 5% from Saudi Arabia. Upper right-hand corner. And I love this one. Joe, quoting an oil industry spokesperson, that's lower than quoting Fox News. You have reached a new low. Also, gas prices are determined by the following factors. Taxes, distribution, marketing, cost of refining, crude oil prices. None of these factors are controlled by the president of the U.S. Sorry, sir. However... Do not add facts to our conversation, I wasn't quoting a spokesperson. I was quoting the president of the American Petroleum Institute. (laughs) Which is a think tank for... Oil producers. But of course, if you choose, if you want to stick your head in the sand and just say Democrats good, Republicans bad, Biden good, everybody else bad, you're going to come up with a clown car. And by the way, the clown car has pulled in. One of our good listeners <laughs> said that. Yeah, when I got to work. <laughs> anyway, would this be a good time for the U.S. and its allies to build up military forces on the opposite border of Russia? Let Russia feel the pressure. I wonder what he means. That's certainly an escalation that would probably be provocative in the extreme. You mean build up forces in in China or Mongolia? Well, I said the other side. I think Finland can't possibly mean. (laughs) Finland could be a place where we do it. Yeah, okay. I don't know where all the borders are. Kazakhstan, I believe, is the borders Russia. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Dale, everybody gets three minutes. We got to move along. We got a lot of folks waiting. Go right ahead. I just want to say, I just want to say, you know, most of your callers are goofy because. I don't understand. Well, I, I can name one who is. <laughs> There's the I can't pot. understand how they can't see this. They're listening to this Western propaganda, okay? The whole thing is there's just as many Republicans invested in China's middle class than there is Democrats. So when they go ahead and take ban Russian oil, does that hurt Russia or does that hurt the American people? Okay? I mean, that's going to make our gas prices go up. And I told you six years ago, Donald Trump is going to make us have red lines again. 
Didn't I tell you that? I yeah, but there were no bread lines during the Trump racket. administration. Joe, Joe, it's all racket, okay, Joe? There, there were so no now, bread lines during this, Trump's this, administration. There were no Joe, bread lines. Joe, Joe, you got to be quiet because, listen, you're a part of the racket. <laughs> there you have it. Joe. You are a part of the racket. I should have. I'm done. part of the racket. This all right. Me, I had the vision, Joe. I understand. I can see any racket coming. I don't window, doubt you have okay? visions, Dale. I believe you do have okay. visions. Oh, come on now. Be nice. I got visions of rackets, and all I can see is the Republicans and Democrats keep blaming each other, but they're both invested in China's middle class. The only way that's going to happen is suppress the U.S. dollar. Well, explain okay? to me so, how that is. I mean, I'm willing to listen to what you have to say, but tell me, you're, you make these statements, and you don't back them up with anything. How, why are the Republicans and the Democrats... Your brain, is full of, your brain is full of Western propaganda. I'm just oh, looking at the bigger picture, okay? Listen, I see. Okay, so, so the Republicans told Biden... To sanction Russian oil, okay, okay, but okay, what's that do? That hurts the American dollar, okay. You know how that hurts the American dollars because we're paying everybody's paying more at the pump, okay. Now, that that made the problem worse, right? Right? No, right or no? <laughs> you're wrong. It made it better. How come? How come China's paying twenty-seven dollars a barrel oil from Iraq, okay? When we went in Iraq and liberated that, let me let me understand. Tell me how that how that works. Well, I'm still coming, trying so to come. So their dollars to... <laughs> way better than ours right now. You understand the Republicans, the Democrats, Senators, Mitch McConnell—they're all invested in China's middle class. Well, that's you what I'm trying be... to find out now. Where? W- explain to me in what way they are invested in the Chinese middle class. In what way? Well, when, when you when you tag team Republicans, Democrats, and make the dollar weak, and we're and we're standing bread lines, and our dot gas is going to be up to six bucks. It's because you know why? Because they're on the same team, the Democrats. But you still haven't answered my question. Why? So let's, listen, listen. Why don't okay. we do this? Confiscate <laughs> all listen, government gas cars. <laughs> right now, the Democrats and Republicans are filling up their kids' cars, their wife's cars with the American tax credit card, which is the gas cards. Why don't we confiscate that, or just confiscate the Republicans? Wait, what are we confiscating? So, see how that works. <laughs> what? Let's what? confiscate the gas cards from the local level to the gas cards. Level. You mean people's yeah, credit yeah. cards? They're filling up their family's cars on our dollar. I mean, don't oh, you understand? Okay. It's a racket, man. It's a total racket. You, you guys, you know the foundation of America is the American people, and people and the American people don't even know that we're the foundation. I understand that. It's the government's not the foundation of America. Bing. That's three minutes. Thank you, Dale. Yep. Appreciate okay. the call. <laughs> oh man, we were just getting hooked on there. Okay, uh, Tom, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I, I missed a little bit of this in the last uh, 20 minutes. I had narrowed in the run, but I, if I'm repetitive, I apologize. I just wanted to say, uh, as far as if Neil Cavuto, who uh, I admit is on Fox, uh, yesterday mentioned this thing that you folks were talking, talking about. It's, it's, it's a sole process. It's speculation, just like buying stocks uh, for oil prices and so forth. It's the futures. And he's a pretty straight shooter. Uh, as far as, and I flip back to MSNBC and CNN, but I, you know, it's rare that you hear much about what's going on with oil and so forth on those networks. I, I would hope that when Biden comes on the, in an hour or whenever and he says, we're cutting off the Russians, hallelujah. But on the, in the next phrase, he should say, and we're going full bore to bring our oil and gas back online and be able to supply ourselves and also Europe. You're right. Uh, I think I, I think mentally uh, for our country and for the pricing that would do a great deal to keep 
to keep it it lower. Our, our energy independence is as powerful as having a good army and and defenses. Uh, and if they would do those things hand in hand with 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 Biden bringing this out, I think that would be a huge difference. I agree. I think I agree with you completely. I think it would be. What else has President Biden done to hurt the domestic oil market? We know Keystone XL, as we learned from one of our good uh, experts today, could be used for domestic oil use. It wasn't intended for that, but it could be turned around, and that more leasing of uh, drilling opportunities on uh, federal land would be helpful. What else has President Biden done to hurt the domestic oil market? I think with the domestic energy, the non-renewables, he heard it when he was running for office and saying that he was going to push getting away from fracking. Uh, and also, when the first day he came in and and signed off, and I, I would, I, I can't give you the specific document to either stop giving permits for federal drilling. Uh, I, I think that was it, but I could be wrong. I think starting on that, and and again, Green New Deal is great. I, I'm, I'm for it. I mean, when we're doing what we're saying about going with, with the oil and gas, and I hope revitalize it, uh, we should also have a, 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 a parallel track where we're, we're going gangbusters in renewables like solar, wind, and so forth, uh, make it a double track going down. But if we don't, it's a great idea to a great thing to get rid of Russia. But by darn, we you had mentioned a few days ago about how much pain should we feel for the Ukraine, uh, Mark, uh, and and I was thinking the same thing. I, I have great feelings and sympathy. I'm for Ukraine, for the people. But do I want to do a sacrifice of all the things we have in this country and make our country go into more of a recession or depression? Uh, I think this is a good way where we can cut the pain down, we can help Ukraine, and we can crush Russia if we take... If, if Biden would say those things. Well, Mike, That's thank you. Yeah, thank you. Great, great, fabulous, informative answer. I really appreciate that. And my point yesterday was simply that, you know, how much is it the responsibility of the U.S. to make sure that European borders stay right where they are and never change? You know, and I just, I just think being the globe's border police is something that we really can't do. You know, and, unless you want World War Three and you want to try to figure out, you know, what are ideal borders? Okay, let's fight to put them there. Well, so what do we do then uh, if another country goes in and tries to take land from one of its neighbors? Do we just say, okay, well, we draw the maps because we don't want to stand up for anything in this country? We no, no, I think what we're doing now is fine. Uh, you know, economic sanctions seems appropriate. Putin is more than just a perpetrator of a border push. I mean, he's a, you know, a, a genocidal bully. It kills his enemies. Okay, and, so he goes uh, on from there and he invades Poland. So what do we do, do then? But I, I am not with you on this. U.S. boots on the ground and U.S. airplanes in the air. I do not agree with that uh, 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 Adamantly. All right, Tom, anything else? I interrupted your last remark. Anything else? Oh, no. I agree. Thank you so I'm much for calling with in. I agree what you guys are hearing. Thank you for letting me give you, you say so. Call you again. Bet. Yeah, call again. call again early and oh. often. All right, 1 800 795 9565. Stand by, Paul. We will be right back. That cooling is conducive to cuddling. Honey, I love you, but pass the duck down. 
that's Jerry. What's his name? <laughs> yes, it is Jerry. What's his name? It's called Crude Oil Blues. Oh, okay. I thought it was when you're hot, you're hot. When you're not, you're and what's hot. Jerry? What's his name's real name? Jerry Reed. Thank Jerry you. Reed, that's okay. it. <laughs> you got the Jerry part. It's the Reed that threw. Welcome me. to Geriatric Radio. We got the crude oil blues. Ah, the crude oil blues. Okay. All right, that's Jerry Reed, and we're geriatrics. So um, for Joe and I, not Kevin, of course. He's got he's the getting there though. He's got the advantage of youth. Uh, Paul, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. You go right ahead. Good morning, man. Uh, yesterday on the Clay and Buck show, which is EIB, that's Russia's empire. Oh. So millions of people heard they had Chris Regan on, and I believe she's a blogger that has consultations with people that are all involved in uh, the energy industry in this country and in other countries and she projects that i believe it was like a year from now we could have nine dollar oil in america and so uh we have to take immediate steps to try to up the supply and her recommendation the all the places that could help us are all bad people the russians the iranians the saudi arabians and venezuela but she recommended venezuela because it's, first of all, closer to our plants, and it also has the largest underground resources in the world. And um, uh, so she, she's hoping that our State Department can work out some of the things. There's negotiations right now that they're supposed to be talking about releasing three Americans that are part of the, that apparently that are jailed down there, uh, that are uh, a part of why we have certain sanctions against Venezuela and so forth. And, of course, it would help the people, because basically what Venezuela's problem is, it's a failed state, okay? Uh, the, the people are doing all the wrong things, and they're bad people. But uh, to do what we can to, to work that out is better than these other solutions. Okay? Yeah, but you remember, remember when Donald Trump was president, if he had proposed dealing with Nicolas Maduro, it would have created a firestorm. Oh, all he does is suck up to tyrants. This is a, a guy who doesn't care about right. people who kill other people, you know. Right, right. But if we go to $9 oil, it's going to be very bad for poor people in America. No argument. The people are not going to be able to heat their homes, and, um, and they certainly won't be able to drive cars and so forth. So, and, and the effect upon the inflation on all sectors, because everything has to be transported for manufacturing, for, for grocery stores, et cetera. The other thing is, is that uh, then the Wall Street Journal, uh, I believe, had an editorial yesterday and, and uh, proposed that the, the producers of the oil from the shale in America say that they can uh, make the difference up in... Um, in America faster than we can be getting oil from Venezuela and processing and so forth. It's just then that whatever government interest entities and so forth, their regulations and various things would let them go forward, um, they could make up the difference. I also want to mention that uh, one of my brothers retired from working with the division of Shell Oil in Houston, Texas that did all this exploration around the world and so forth, and it takes a long time for them to make a decision as to where they're going to uh, uh, produce oil, like, and when, and when they, they were like 10 years or so ahead of the shale, the shale oil production, they had to develop the technology to extract that, so it took many, many years. And so if you have government entities and, you know, like the administration saying, we're at war with fossil fuels and we're going to eliminate fossil fuels 
those companies are not going to spend 10 and 20 years developing something and pouring millions of dollars into it if they know that the government wants to shut that down. And so that this we ha we have to be able to say we're going to continue to use fossil fuels and we're going to do it as environmentally uh, reasonable, but we're going to keep in mind what's beneficial for our overall economic health. We're not going to make stupid decisions like we did with COVID and quarantine all the healthy people and shut down the entire economy, which did more harm than it did good to help about the COVID situation. All right, we got you, Paul. And you can't deal with Paul. the energy situation any differently. You cannot say we're going to put all our eggs in the basket of electricity. Well. Paul, here's here's. I think we have. I think we have a great example of what How should be done. Interrupt him, and I can't. President Trump created uh, Operation Warp Speed to develop the vaccines that have saved so many lives. I think we need an Operation Warp Speed for energy independence in this country. We need to get all the things in place to do it. We need to cut down all the regulations. Let's just get us energy independent, and then we'll deal with the consequences. All right, we got yes. you, Paul. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much thank for you. calling in. Have a good day. Really appreciate it. Uh, that Damn. puts Al on the mark. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Was that Joe talking or was that Trump? <laughs> Be energy independent? wonder who thought of that. But anyways, I'm called for a little history lesson. Uh, most of these war, world wars, one and two, they started out as a local skirmish. And then things got out of control when they started doing war crimes and brutally killing women and children, uh, invading countries for no reason. And uh, Well, actually, that's what started they, World War II. If you recall, it was well, the... Exactly. The, and that's what we're going through right now. And Putin, if we learn anything from history, we now know Putin has almost 100% of his troops in Ukraine. And he's looking for foreign fighters, and there's foreign fighters of both sides looking to get in this fight. Because it's uh, the fight to stop World War III. And, I mean, we could annihilate him right now. I hope they're talking behind the scenes. And, I mean, if you got everybody, all, all your eggs in one basket, like you guys were talking about that, he's got all his troops in Ukraine right now. We overwhelm that country. Maybe those Russians, the Russians don't want to end the world. Nobody wants to end this world. But that's what it's coming down to at this point. And where would we have been without the French? We finally got the British up against the sea. The French finally came down from Canada and blocked their escape. And then what happened? They surrendered. And that's how we got our freedom. And if we wouldn't have had the French, we wouldn't have our freedom. And plus, we made a promise to Ukraine that if, and sitting there with Russia and Ukraine and us, all right, Russia's going to get your missiles. Russia, the the uh, United States says, Russia, if you ever attack Ukraine, we're going to get you. Well, what what's our word anymore? I mean, where would we have been without the French? And what's our word? We did it to the Iranians. We did it the, to the uh, uh, Afghanistans. And now we're going to hang the Ukraines out to dry. Why would anybody want to trust us anymore? We ought to just... Well, bear in mind you know, that the, the French helped us once. We helped them twice. Well, that's the way it should be. Whenever you need help, that's when you go help. we got to stop this Putin right now 
before he starts a World War III. He's already threatening it. Okay. I mean, he, and he's doing things that could cause global catastrophes. He's killing women and children. <laughs> what, more, what more reasons do you need? And, and then we would... And finally, we're going to stop funding it. I mean, it's bad enough we sit back and watch the annihilation of a nation that wants to be free. Why would we want to sit back and and give them money? Fair finally, enough. we're going to stop buying their oil and stop giving them their war chest. So we should be directly involved in fighting Russia? Oh, in yeah. Yeah, the whole world should get directly involved now. The whole world. And, Global and, allies. Yeah, we got we got, a, we got hit almost 100% of his troops in one place. And his, his stuff is antique, and it's sitting out in the open. We could annihilate him. And then, and then even drop pamphlets ahead of time and tell the Russian boys, hey, if you want to just leave it, get three feet get 300 yards back because we're going to destroy it. All right. We got you. Know, we're done with the young. Fighting we're done with you, Putin. We're going to take you over. Fighting for peace typically does work in war situations. All right. Thank you so much, Al. Thanks yep, for calling thank in. Bye. 1-800-795-9565. We got uh, probably time for one more call. Cause Where's we got... General Westmoreland when you need it? <laughs> yeah. We're going to blast the heck out of him in order to encourage peace. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Uh, Dallas, that's it. Okay, there we that's go. All. Okay, thank you. It took a while. My little, my little brain is... <laughs> I never watched the show, so it didn't resonate Kevin saw me. the wait, smoke. Wait, wait, wait. You're the only one in the world that hasn't watched that show. I may be. No, I, I never, never liked, liked it I either. never care who shot JR. <laughs> I never liked it either. Wow. All right. Uh, Tim, everybody's getting two and a half minutes. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Yeah, the one thing that I haven't heard anybody talk about is that uh, the fact that a week ago in President Biden's State of the Union address that he kept talking about America first, America first, and let's uh, make products at home and produce things here on American soil. And we, here's a prime opportunity to ramp up production in the petroleum and gas industry, and he's not following through, and it's been less than a week already after he's given this speech. He's looking... To other countries that uh, are usually bad actors, and uh, here on our own turf, we we have the opportunity to to get the uh, energy independence once again. And and uh, he's playing politics instead of thinking about the American people. All right. Anything else? Good point. Good point. What's exactly what's yeah, happening? Yeah, I. You know, the other thing is, too, that, that people don't realize that to, to get to this green energy, you know, there, there's a lot of 
other factors involved. Um, there, the amount of petroleum that's going to be uh, that needs to be used, the coal industry, you just don't uh, plug into an outlet and, and expect <laughs> power to be there. There's there, the, the, there's coal that has to be fired to uh, produce that electricity and everything. So so even though everybody wants to go green, which, which isn't a bad idea, we're still going to have to rely on these these natural resources that we have as well. All right. We got you. Thank you so much, Tim. Thanks for calling in. That was almost two minutes, so we're doing good. Uh, Dan, two minutes or so. Thank you so much for waiting. Go right ahead. Well, it's Van, but uh, hey, Joe, I never watched Dallas either, so I guess we're there. Yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hold on. Hold on. Boom. Guy made the fourth care. Yeah, you're there. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yep. yep. Go ahead. Go Batteries ahead. don't produce electricity, they store it. So you got to have electricity produced for these cars that are going to use the batteries to the, for the electric cars. But my point is this great reset. We're seeing it come to pass right before our eyes. If you guys know what it is or not, I've told you about it a thousand times. But they're going to destroy the economy, and you can see that's exactly what they're planning on doing. I mean, it's it's got to be planned. No one's that stupid. They know what they need to do. If the common man knows what they need to do to straighten this country out, but no one does anything. They're going to destroy the economy, and like Foshwab's Bob said, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. This, this whole thing with the oligarchs over in Russia, they seize their property. These, the World Bank can do whatever they want, shut down your, your money, your bank accounts, everything, take all your money from you, make you so you can't even survive in this world. But that's what we're going to see come to pass. And then through this whole mess, the world's going to be in chaos, and all of a sudden there's going to be a man that's going to arise, and he's going to bring peace, but it's only going to last for a short time. And that's where we get into the Bible, the Word of God, where God says the Antichrist is going to come, false peace, and then all hell's going to break loose, and this world is headed for destruction. So without Jesus Christ, there's no hope for this world. Well, and that's all I have to say. Yeah, you'll be happy to know I saw the great reset button. It's over in Sealand's Grove at one of the traffic signals, and if you push the button, it doesn't say the signal's going to change. It says the whole world is going to reset if you push that. And so... What, What's, what's funny, Mark, is you can make fun of it now, but, brother, when you're hurting and you're begging for food and this country's starving, Excellent there's, a point. there's a famine coming, friend. Excellent you're point. You're going to find out one of these days. Yep, we got you. All right. Thank you so much, Van. Yeah, thank you, you so much me. for calling. And you're going to be at the end of the line, Mark. Right. right. No argument there. All right. Chris, go right ahead. Thank you for calling Boy, in there. these uh, Republicans here always seem to think it's the Democratic president that's the... the evil one coming to take over, huh? <laughs> That's funny. Dude. Yeah, boy. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the Republican clown car has landed, apparently. Their solution <laughs> to everything is drill, baby, drill, get rid of all re regulations, and we'll deal with it later. What brilliant thinking. <laughs> what do you think an oil executive is going to be for? More drilling. More leases on federal land, of course. Does it have anything to do with the issues of today? No. It, it's just an excuse to try to get rid of regulations and get more drilling land. And what causes the shortages in, uh, in, in gas, if there are any right now, it would be because everybody's filling up their car because prices are rising, just like when everybody goes to the grocery store and buys 15 rolls of toilet paper. There's a toilet paper shortage. What? It doesn't make it. That's how shortages happen. 
And if you look at the oil predictions for uh, the oil companies, the Brent uh, predictions for oil prices, they were supposed to go down in 22, 20, and 23, and 24 by their predictions. So there is no real shortage of oil being produced, and there isn't likely to be. There might be some temporary panic about prices. Maybe the war will eventually disrupt enough oil flow that there will be genuine shortages. But there's certainly not anywhere near that now, or doesn't really even look like it will be. But Chris, would you agree with me, or maybe you won't, that if you're going to announce, and I think the president is correct in doing it, that we're going to stop importing Russian oil, that there should be another side of that equation, and that is, what are we going to do to increase the supply? Yeah, to but tr- it's not the side you're talking about. Well, all right. So what is because the side? What you what you said was just foolish. All right. Uh, you're not uh, answering my question. What what then? If you don't like what I'm proposing, what do you think the other side of that coin should have been? Or should be. Or should I be. Think, I, don't, I don't think it's a coin, and I don't think it has only one side. I think there's probably 15 <laughs> sides. And a, and a very small one is producing more oil in this country right now through things where we wouldn't be doing it anyway. Well, then what should he and be doing? It might not be needed in the future. It's just like when the oil companies <laughs> and all answer the my Republican question. politicians had to push for drilling in the Arctic. Oh, we got to drill in the Arctic. We got to drill in the Arctic. And then when they gave the leases, they didn't drill because they realized it was too difficult, too hard, and too expensive. You accuse me of deflecting, but you just did a master class in it right there. That you didn't answer my You're question. You're welcome. You didn't I, answer I, I my question. You something from it. <laughs> All right. Thank you so Bye. much, Chris. Bye, Try Chris. not to confuse us with any facts. Our minds well, he certainly are didn't confuse us with facts. Made up. All right. Thank you, everybody who participated. We're going to have a raucous open phones day, and on Thursday during Raise the Region, Aubrey Alexander is going to be in our studio. So we're going to be talking about Raise the Region for a short time at the beginning of the show. This is WKOK Sunbury.